Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical. It's a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I am Jarrell, and today I am joined by Christy. Hi, everybody. And Brandon. Oh, is it me? I'm sorry. I was too busy playing Octopath Traveler, Champions of the Continent, on my <laughs> mobile device by Square Enix. Hashtag not sponsored. I guess I should put it down so we can have the podcast. <laughs> totally not sponsored. <laughs> totally not sponsored. <laughs> Brennan, who did, who did you pull first? So, I was telling Chrissy earlier, I actually managed to get um, Tressa on first try. Five-star Tressa. It was... It was Wait, what do you mean? Like, as your first summon? Like, oh, when my, you first oh, my first summon. No, 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 no. I did, my first character was a character called Theo. But, like, when I got the first, like, available, like, pulls, like, the chosen thing that they have available, I got Tressa. Which I'm very I happy I have rerolled three times, and I still got the same girl, and I'm just like, please. Please, <laughs> I don't want her. Oh, you got a girl? I got this guy who's, like, a hunter. I forgot what his name was. I've gotten the uh, ice healer girl, like, three times. I'm like, you know what? If I get her a fourth time, it was just uh, meant to be. Yeah, Octopath Traveler co- continent. Is she not cute or something? No, no, no. She's super it... cute, but she's not who I want. Because, you know, the game's been out oh. in JP, and there's uh, specifically a character that I was looking forward to pulling. Mm. But I'm, all, I'm also too lazy to mm. continue to reroll because there's no skip... So you can't just skip through the same uh, prologue, and I'm like sat there tapping through it, and I was not feeling good today, which I'm still not. So today might be a, a shorter podcast. It's been a very busy week. Um, I think we only have a few news stories anyway, so it'll probably go quick in that regard anyway. Yeah. I think so. Um, but yeah, let's start with uh, what you guys have been playing since Brandon <laughs> brought it up a little bit. Let's start with what you've been playing. So what have you guys been playing? Yeah. So uh... go ahead, Christy. Oh, I was about to say, uh, kind of more Fire Emblem Heroes on my mobile from time to time because there's the forging bonds thing, and then depending, it's Final Fantasy XII, the, what was it, Zodiac Age for our wonderful JRPG podcast, totally not sponsored, plug right here, <laughs> you should totally check out our JRPG podcast for Final Fantasy XII, <laughs> and then I've also been playing Tales of Arise. And then trying to play through three Fire Emblem Three Hopes. There's also Xenoblade. <laughs> trying to catch up on that, which isn't going to happen. There's AI the Salmon and Files Nirvana Initiative. What else am I playing? Wait a minute. Is that all that has been this week? Yeah, I kinda like go through like maybe <laughs> ten minutes of each game and hope for the best. My god, this girl and her buffet type gameplay. <laughs> Man, I, I envy it. I envy it though. Yeah, as I as I as I alluded to earlier, I was pretty much for like a good two hours this morning. I was playing Octopath Traveler, uh, Champions of the Continent. Um, I like it. I like it. The movement is not my favorite, but uh, the battles are pretty much you know like it was in the uh, the mainline game. So I'm happy about that. That's the main thing I cared about, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, but besides that, as far as the other week has been concerned. Uh, it's been FF. It's been FF Twelve Zodiac Age as well as um, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. I'm very, very close to the end. I'm like literally on the final chapter of the <clears throat> bad ending, um, but I will work on getting the good <laughs> ending in a little bit uh, because right after I finish that, I do intend to get to Live Alive because I really want to play more of that. But uh, those are the main three ones: Live Alive, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes, and now Octopath. Yeah, it's um. 
I've, I just want to get to uh, Triangle Strategy, but you know, life. I played recently um, as as Dusk Falls. Okay. Um, and I also played. Um... What the hell is that game called? Uh, what is it? What is it? Well, describe the game. Played, oh, 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 uh, the Cuphead DLC. Oh, I played and finished the Cuphead course. DLC, the Delicious Last Course. It's nice. super cute. Uh, it's very short, uh, much shorter oh, than really? I assumed. Um, yeah, there's like maybe four or five bosses uh, in there. Um, so uh, very short, but um, it was mm -hmm. it was it was cute. It was fun. It had like a little mystery element, nice little story. Um, there's a little there's extra things to do if you figure out. There's like a little riddle there. There's some extra things to do in there. Um, but yeah, it was it was really fun. Hi hi Grayson. I I opened up chat. Hi Grayson and hi uh, uh, Gabe. It's great to see you guys. It's gonna be a very short podcast. I, I'm but um I'm very very happy to see you guys. It's, awesome it's gonna be sauce. short, thanks but it's gonna be even sweeter. Dropping on in and maybe uh, later and on. Sweet. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> For all of our visual watchers of the podcast, Christy is holding up her Pikachu dressed up as Charizard. But that's not all. Wait, do you have the other one that's still on you? <laughs> okay, I was yes. like, okay, perfect. Yes, there it oh. is. The Pikachu dressed up as the Mimikyu with the Gengar uh, um, bag, which when you think about what Mimikyu is, that's kind of crazy to think about. It's still adorable, though. I've also been playing War of the Visions, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, which nice. I play a lot, but I brought that up for a very special reason that <gasps> I'm going to mention... Not on this podcast, I think maybe next podcast, because I'll have something about War of the Visions and me that I want to share. And it's not as exciting as it sounds. It's actually really boring. I sh oh. I'm making this sound like it's going to be great. It's really nothing. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to oh. be some special announcement. So, yeah. Um, so let's get into news so that we can play a game of 20 questions before I let you guys go. And hopefully Ooh. if Gabe and, and Grayson are still around, they might be able to help you guys out. Um, hopefully. I, I think I mentioned that I did. I did mention that. So let's not um let's not reiterate that because I did mention that. Uh, so Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Among Thieves trailer dropped um, at San Diego Comic Con. As the big D and D nerd on HP Critical, I of course had to come and mention it. It looks really great. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited for it. Um, have either of you watched the trailer by any chance? Can't say no. I have, but the movie sounds interesting. No, I have not. <laughs> well, you ain't missing much if you don't care about Dungeons and Dragons, so there's that. But if you do, you should definitely check it out. It looks really, really good. Also, Ubisoft has apparently canned a new ghost their new Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, and two other games. This is from Pocketlint. Dot com written by Adrian Willings, um, and it has been revealed that Ubisoft has canceled the development of some of his planned upcoming games. Hmm. They've been working on a few different games uh, that they've teased recently. Those games include a VR outing for Splinter Cell and development by Ubisoft's Red Storm Studio and the much maligned Ghost Recon Frontline. Uh, <laughs> I, I, in, resp in response to that news, I just put an F in the chat if anyone else would like to follow suit. <laughs> okay, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> I was like, what What just happened? Um, however, it's okay because, guys, they do have plenty of other things in the works. Skull and Bones, which is going to release on November mm -hmm. 8th. Um, it's as well releasing. as rumors about the next uh, Assassin's Creed game as well. So, um, you know, I, I mean, are people really sad about Splinter Cell and Ghost Recon? 
Um, Splinter Cell, I know, I definitely mean, has some big fans. Ghost Recon, I'm sure. I didn't say it didn't have big fans. I said, are people sad? Or because people you can be sad. a big fan and not be sad. That's very true. Maybe people are getting fatigued. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, Tom Clancy, to me, like, there's uh, so many different spinoffs. But yet, I feel like it's not as milked as other Ubisoft franchises. But maybe I'm just, that's just from an outsider looking in's perspective, that is. Yeah, that's what I feel like, too. It's not as milk compared to, like, the Assassin's Creed, where I feel like you see it almost everywhere. I might be wrong, because I, I mean, those really aren't my type of games I technically play. So who knows? <laughs> well, um, I'll move on then to Avatar, which I can finally talk about, because I, last year, or the year before, whenever everyone was like, oh my god, Avatar is back on Netflix, I finally watched the whole thing. It's a great <gasps> show. I can't believe it took you me, did? like, years. Yes, I finally sat down and watched the entire thing. It's amazing. It's such a great show. Loved every second of it. I am proud of you. I know. I am proud of you. I almost never finish anything. So, like, very, very great show. I'm super, super happy. Um, so, from San Diego Comic-Con, the first Avatar Studios movie, because remember, they, they made their own studios, um, coming to theaters in 2024 will no longer be about Kyoshi, but rather Aang. Um, and exclusive from Avatar News, it'll be set mm -hmm. in a time period where Team Avatar are young adults. So, of course, we got Avatar, the end of Avatar, and then we got Korra, which, uh, you know, a lot of them are grown up. The new movie will now uh, focus on them as young adults, that period that we did not get to see. And I am very, very, very excited for this. Um, uh, you know, I, I know it's not going to be anything like Avatar. I'm assuming it's not going to be anything like Korra. Uh, but these characters were pretty iconic for uh, the amount of episodes that they had. Like, they, they really made an impression. And I'd love to see, you know, because we get hints of what they've done. I didn't finish Korra, but I'd love to see just them back as young adults and the you know trials and tribulations that they face after everything that they've been through together so it's super super exciting uh the adult gang animated film is gonna comic. be coming in 2024 yeah sorry go ahead Dodd. oh no i was about to say i was like i think there were some comics that like depicted them as young adults but not a lot i might be wrong though mm -hmm. i remember there were some comics about Aang's gang afterwards where they were like older but I'm curious to see. I'll say in regards to this movie, I'm, I'm extremely excited about this. Um, when I heard that the Avatar, their Avatar Studios was a thing and they're making movies, I, I was very excited. And here's the thing. In regards to uh, this scene, you know, like you mentioned, this is bumping off the Kyoshi movie. I would still like to see the Kyoshi movie because I was very interested in that. However, I think that this is a story that more people would want to rather see for now uh, about having the the gang that they saw in the original show as grown adults that's a story that we didn't really get like a lot of people didn't like Korra because they wanted to see more of team avatar continue to do their thing as opposed to another character so this this feels like a more of a sure bet i think in the down the road maybe they could still do the kiyoshi movie and i think it would do better but if the avatar studios is a thing now they need their first movie to be a success so they can have the room to do all these, mm -hmm. other, all these other more niche movies. You know, we could see a Kyoshi movie. There could be a movie about Avatar 1 who was introduced in Korra. Maybe they'll do more of Korra's character herself. But the first one needs to succeed if we're going to get all this other stuff. And I would hate for them to have found the Avatar Studios and only be able to make one Avatar movie and then it not do mm -hmm. well. So, you know, I'll take it. This is a st I, I, And I'm among those. I, I would rather have more Team Avatar than Kyoshi, but I still want to see Kyoshi. But, yeah, this is. I think this is better they did this first. 
Yeah, I agree. I would love to see a Kiyoshi Warriors movie, but I do believe, yeah, starting doing their very first movie with something that fans have wanted, I think that's the safe that's the safer bets. Mm-hmm. However, if it's not up to fans' expectations, that's a different story. But you know, we'll just get there when we get there. But for now, it's I mean, a really good choice. Mm-hmm. Kiyoshi was badass, so I agree damn with straight. All of you. Um, yep. So, fun story that someone at HP Critical should cover, but I won't. Uh, (laughs) Lord of the Rings has introduced the taste of Mordor ice cream. And the reason I said someone at HP Critical that is not me is because I can't have ice cream. However, I am going to send ice cream to somebody at HP Critical so we can get a review up of this taste of Mordor ice cream. Because I'd really like to know uh, how how someone feels about it. it is a part of the Salt and Straws Ring of Power collection, featuring flavors like berries, cream, lembas, and more. Um, Lord of the Rings ice cream. The, sh- the only thing I don't like is that it's called the Taste of Mordor. I don't. That doesn't sound. I, that doesn't sound good. I'm not really Mordor. Feeling- <laughs> it does sound appetizing. I'm so sorry. It doesn't no. sound appetizing whatsoever. I, I I would if 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 I went to a Lord of the Rings themed restaurant and they gave me like some something you know that's hot like a mortar steak i'd eat the shit out of that but mortar ice cream that sounds that doesn't sound great i'll be perfectly honest i don't want shit for mortar i don't want to taste anything mortar is really hot so if you're telling me like the like or, or you know uh, you're right maybe not steak it'd have to be like something like like, <laughs> like, spi- like, like 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 a spicy food like a spicy food is like mortar or spice i'm like ooh, i'll try that or maybe i wouldn't because i like spicy food but sometimes it can be much I mean, you take the spicy food and the ice cream, and let's see how long you'll be. In well, the there bathroom. you go. The mortar, the mortar combo. <laughs> the mortar combo. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, Wakanda Forever. The trailer was also released during San Diego Comic Con, and it is uh, introduces Namor, Ironheart, and a brand new Black Panther. Did you guys see the trailer for this one? I sure did. I and, did. And let me tell you. Um, did you say? I'm sorry. Sorry. Wait. 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 Because I didn't understand you. Did you say I sure did or I sure didn't? I sure did. I, I saw that. Oh, okay. I've seen that trailer like three times now. I had to watch it like a third time because I wanted to show my parents it, especially my dad because my dad is a huge fan of Namor the Submariner, and obviously he's a big fan of Black Panther too. But I knew he's been asking for Namor to get added to the MCU for like years. Like when they started like adding like the OG characters like Iron Man, Captain America, uh, Thor. To my dad, the Namor is like right up there with the originals, and he was like, "When is he getting added?" So I showed him the trailer, and and he was like. He looked at the Atlantean for a second. Is that? And I was like, "Yeah, Dad, that's Namor." He's like, "Namor!" It was his exact words. So no, it was. Awesome. It was. Mm-hmm. He was very excited about that trailer. And my parents were speculating the entire time of the trailer because it was very. I didn't even have to really tell them. It was very clear for this when they saw the trailer that you know the character T'Challa is, is has passed away because you know rest in peace Chadwick Boseman. So they were speculating the entire trailer. So who's going to be taking the mantle of Black Panther? They were debating whether it was going to be either Okoye or Shuri. I'm on Team Shuri on that argument, by the way. But it's not impossible it could be Okoye. Christy? I mean, yeah, I did see it. <laughs> I, sorry, I was like, I was waiting for Brandon to I was like, wait, is there? Okay, we're no. good. Yeah, I did see it. I really liked what I saw. I think visually it's very stunning. And I really did like um how they mixed the song where we had a cover of uh i forgot what was the song title um it's 
Bob Marley's, right? I forgot what exactly the song's title was, but it was something. And then they, I think they ended the trailer with a small, I think, music clip from Kendrick Lamar's, I think, All Right. Right? I mm-hmm. believe so. I'm so bad with song Look, titles. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I watched the trailer one time and all I thought was, what a great song mix. It was like, honestly, <laughs> the song that sold it. The song sold it for me. I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. I, I'm sold. And then visually, it was just stunning. And I mean, all the cuts. It was perfect. It was good. Gabe, Gabe also has um, yeah, go for the it. best part of the trailer was uh, the Ironheart bit. I'm excited to Which, see Ironheart as well. Mm-hmm. I will actually reserve all of my opinions on that trailer and this movie. Okay. For another time, because uh, they might be surprising and they might not be as nice as some people think. Um, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, How should I? I mean, you should. No, whatever. Anyway, what? including Black Panther, there is a open world game in development that is going to be single mm-hmm. player uh, focusing on Black Panther. Um, the supposed game will be an open world single player game and could showcase the origins of Black Panther. That is from GameSpot.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, from their Twitter. So I don't know who wrote it. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, there's that. So not only are we getting the movie, we're also getting uh, possibly getting an open world Black Panther game that's going to explore his origin. I wonder who's going to be developing it. I'm very interested uh, to I think I, didn't they say it was EA or was I wrong? Oh no, they never mind. I was I'm totally off. I thought I that they mentioned it was the developer, but yeah. I guess they didn't. No, I, uh, no, I think it is EA. It looks like it. It looks like it well, is. Is it EA, EA the publisher or they But they have to have like a developer behind it. I don't know. Young, go look it up. Uh, everyone who's listening, go look it up and then write to us and tell us the answer because I don't know. Well, um, well, but what, what I do know, uh huh. What I was going to say is like, yeah, EA is definitely like publishing the game and producing it, but like as far as developer, like, you know, Respawn or Dice or whatever, the, 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 I don't think they've announced it yet. Right. That's what I'm saying. They haven't announced it. I, as, and so until they do is when I'm going to reserve whether or not I'm excited for it, if I'm being perfectly honest. If it's Respawn, then, um, then I will be extremely hyped because they, they, they can do no wrong, it seems, with their games. But uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm looking it up. <laughs> because we're talking about it, now I'm looking it up. Um, it's in, all this says is that it's in early stages of development at EA's new studio, uh, helmed by Kevin Stevens, uh, whose previous work was on Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Middle oh. Earth Shadow of War, uh, uh, as well as a ton of other licensed games like Gotham City Imposters, Batman Arkham City, uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, and the Lego Harry Potter years 1 through 4. Well, those are all good games, from, so yeah, um, I guess I'm excited. Uh, from comingsoon.net by Michael Leary. I see. Yeah, sounds like a good pedigree. I hope y'all get all the Black Panther y'all need next year, whenever this comes out. I hope it's going to be great for everyone. I hope. Um, for everyone who loves uh, Black Panther. Um, so, Dust, Destin Daniel Cretton, 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 I don't, I hope I, I probably just Cretan. destroyed his name. Okay. Thank probably you. Cretan. Dustin Daniel Creighton is uh, set to direct the Avengers The Kang Dynasty. This is going to be, I believe, the first Avengers movie not directed by the Russo brothers. Um, In a while. They they, they didn't do the first two yeah. movie. That was done by Josh Whedon. So yeah, there's that. 
which would be great. Yeah. I mean, I like the action sequence in Shang-Chi, and I thought that they were filmed beautifully. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it will turn out, especially with him having so much on his plate. I think he, um, his company, they're producing the Wonder Man stuff, and then he's also coming back to direct Shang-Chi, too, as well, too. Busy guy. So, but, he has a lot. But the Russo brothers also did a bunch of Marvel during their heyday as well. Like, they were, they had mm-hmm. done, they, they did the latter two Captain America movies along with the, uh, uh, the latter two Avengers movies. So, I think, I think he can do it. Unpopular opinion time, or maybe popular opinion. I'm not sure. This whole phase of like the MCU has been a mess, and uh, people keep calling it out, and I I believe they're doing so fairly. Um, phase four was a mess. It was a complete it, mess. It's I think been really weird. I think the only movies that came out pretty decently was Shang Chi and Spider Man. Eternals was pretty decent as well too, but. Overall, the other films, they were so-so. I just mean for continuity, it's been kind of, like, all over the place. Also, I'm so disappointed because uh, I love Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, and I haven't seen, like, any reference to their characters in, like, anything else ever. And it's so disappointing, like, to see these one-offs that are, you know, getting sequ- Even, like, Black Panther, like, we don't know what's happened in that movie. Apparently, mm-hmm. somehow, Black Panther will have died, like guess we'll find out while we're watching the movie which is like another thing um ooh gabe says spider-man was more than decent christy that's definitely true um but but even like even the eternals right like we saw what happened at the end of the eternals for anyone who's seen it they did reference that big celestial coming out and you're like hmm Okay. I keep seeing on Twitter, there's supposed to be this huge celestial just sticking out of the middle of the ocean, and, like, no other movie has referenced this, like, at all, especially within the timeline, uh, and even the end of that movie has some other things going on, and then you've got Thor, Love and Thunder that's out, it's just like, I don't know what's going on, but I guess we'll figure it out soon. Um, yeah, let's move on, unless there's anything else on that one. Okie dokie. Fun times. Grand Theft Auto 6 will reportedly feature its first female playable character and add new cities over time. This is from IGN.com. This is written by Joe Scrabbles, and it says Grand Theft Auto 6 will reportedly feature a female playable character in its campaign for the first time. Rockstar apparently plans to launch the game with a single city, but add more locations over time through updates. What's it report- so long? As part of a report, uh, sorry, no, 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 that's fine. As part of a report on Rockstar by Bloomberg, sources close to the studio discuss the new female character who will be Latina. The character will reportedly be a pair, be part of a pair of bank robbers in a story influenced by real-life criminals Bonnie and Clyde. Female protagonists have previously only been available as custom characters in GTA Online, never in the game's single-player campaigns. Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser who has since left the company, previously indicated the company was thinking about a female lead as far back as 2013. Um, also, the first Grand Theft Auto uh, game featured female playable characters. This would mark the first in the 3D GTA series as we know it today. And also, you could technically play female characters in San Andreas through multiplayer too. Uh, but never as like a, never as a uh, main, yeah. uh, main character. Yeah. 
Uh, the report also indicates that the launch of the version of GTA 6 will begin with fictionalized Miami and surrounding areas, presumably a return for Vice City, but will be updated with new missions and cities, base, uh, cities on a regular basis. That launch version apparently already includes more interior locations than any GTA game previously. You can check out the rest of this at IGN.com. Um, yeah, so how are we feeling about GTA 6? So reportedly having a Latina um, uh, main character. What uh, took them so long to add like a female main character to their single player campaign? Honestly, like it, it's been quite a minute. Before before I say what I have to say, uh, Gabe says they say 2013, like they didn't release GTA 5 20 times since then. They could have added a woman in one of their re-releases. Honestly, it does like it does disappoint me that with GTA 5. They got a lot of updates, but it was only for the online version. I was kind of hoping at some point they would add single-player content um, for the story. Like he said, maybe added a, a woman to one of the main as one of the main characters. They never really did that. Anyway, as far as GTA 6 itself, um, yeah, it's about damn time, and I'm very happy that it's going to be a female Latina character as like part of like a duo. That's one thing I really liked about GTA 5 is that you had the three different characters, and they all had like different abilities. So I'm hoping that the Latina character and whoever the other main character is, um, they both have different abilities to like have the more variety of gameplay. And I hope that because it's focusing on two, that it's more of a balance. Because with GTA V, Franklin was definitely the main character. And the other two, Michael and Trevor, were just kind of like supporting him. Like they were like the past, the, the previous generation and, and like... Uh, uh, Franklin was like the future essentially, so it's focused on him. And spoiler alert: there's three endings to GTA V, and um, two of them may not involve th them all making it, but Franklin always will. Spoilers done. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, I'm looking for GTA Six, but I I I'm a little little worried by that statement that they said that more cities will be <clears throat> added over time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. It sounds like it'll be patched in or something. It won't be, like, in the base game is what it sounds like. It's Well, that's a possibility, too. But it's not even that. If they say that many, many more cities will be added later on, that says to me that <clears throat> that's going to be added something to, like, um, what they did with GTA V, the online. I feel like when Six actually does come out, it's going to replace the existing GTA Online infrastructure, and that's going to be kind of their focus. I feel like the online is going to keep getting added to, like other cities, like from Vice City, you'll be able to go to San, to, uh, San Andreas, um, Los Santos, the other cities that have been in series, the Chinatown, whatever. But it won't have much that much as a single player thing. And for Rockstar, that, I mean, that was the financial correct decision because that online was making them a gazillion dollars for them. So it made more sense to keep updating that online as opposed to the single player. And I'm just worried that's going right. to happen with, with 6. I'm, I have no doubt that when 6 comes out, it'll be a full-featured full game because it took me forever to finish the single player of 5. So I'm not even going to fault it for that. But, like, I always did want just, like, a little more, and I never really got it. And this just sounds like they'll be just adding more to the online and not much to the single player. But I, I guess we'll see. I mean, well, they're just going to follow the money trail. If online gives them money, they're just going to follow that. Got to get them shark credit cards. <laughs> they tried to make me buy one recently, and I was like, why would I do that? Um, I say as I spend money on mobile games. Um, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sorry. No, I, I just lost the whole chat for a second there. I apologize. Um, 
Uh, what was I gonna say about this? Oh yeah, the whole the I the only thing I got from the, first of all, I hope that it's like a Latina woman and a black woman because that would be awesome. Secondly, there I hope they don't. It just reminded me of how disappointed I was in Persona Five Royal. Like this entire conversation just reminded me how disappointed I was in Persona Five Royal because for those of us who played the Persona the Persona for those of us who played Persona Five back in the day. Uh, we can remember how when Persona 5 Royal was announced and they were showing off Kasumi, we all assumed that we would get to choose a female protagonist and be able to play through the game Again. in a different way. And then we were all disappointed to find out, no, you're all wrong. You're going to just play as Joker again. So that was a whole like time period where there was hopes, anticipation, being able to play as a female character in Persona 5 only to, because they really marketed her as, like, the brand new, like, protagonist. They did. Um, And then they were like, just kidding. We lied. Like, that's not at all what's happening here. And um, Mm -hmm. we didn't get her like that, and apparently, uh, supposedly, she's not even in the game that much, so I wouldn't Mm -hmm. know because I haven't played it yet, waiting for the Switch release. Uh, But yeah, this just reminded me of that, so... Luckily, it's not that. I, I just always get concerned when I hear developers like, we're going to release it like this, and then we'll just add more in later. Not sure how I feel about that, guys. Well, that's, I don't yeah. want to be able to, I don't want to be stuck in my progress of GTA 6 story mode because my yeah. internet is out. I was, I was going to say that, too. The, <laughs> other, the other side of the coin, which could potentially be worse, is that it is all single-player content, and you just can't... Like... What are there, there's two things that could be either it'll be a full game at launch and then they just add more to the single player story with the other cities that just adds more single player content in general, or it could be yeah the story's not complete and then you have to get it through the the, the single player DLC which would be awful and a reason why I bring that that possibility even is because that kind of happened with Battlefront 2's campaign like you went you if you played the campaign of Battlefront 2 if you got that game right at launch the final two or three missions of that game weren't available at launch. Now, they got added for free, but it was still like three weeks later that you had to wait to see the finale of the Battlefront 2 campaign. And I was like, why did they do it this way? Why didn't they just... Eh, anyway. It's... Yeah, that's the name of the game when I hear things like that. Um, <laughs> there's a new uh, game from CD Projekt Red devs that uh, has a very Ghost of Tsushima vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Or rather... Ghosts of Tsushima Energy. This is from Games Radar, written by Austin Wood. The first game from new studio Dark Passenger is moving into production. Dark Passenger is a new Warsaw Poland-based game studio, partly sassed by the former The Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk 2077 devs. And the pitch for its first game reminds us a fair bit of Ghosts of Tsushima and its Legends multiplayer mode. Which, amazing. Uh, Dark Passenger appeared online earlier this week. Um, it was flagged on Twitter, is currently moving into early production on his first game. The studio's website uh, explains that it's been creating animations, film sequences, characters, and other assets for other indie and AAA games for several years already, and is now embarking on its own project, which is currently in the first production phase. Quote, We are building an addictive, dark world full of secrets, unusual characters, and, conflicting cons- uh, and conflicts consuming the land of the rising sun. Hmm. End quote. Um, 
Uh, it's described as a first-person perspective online action game. Dark Passengers breakout titles aiming for multiplayer with co-op, PvE, and competitive PvP. It's set sometime in feudal Japan following the rise of an unnamed invader who usurps the throne from the current shogun. Uh, supernatural elements creep in with assassin housing hunting, assassin houses hunting, artifacts hiding extraordinary power as they resist the invader's reign. Um, it's gonna be great. That's all I have to say about that. If it's anything like uh, The Witcher or CD Projekt Red, or if they've learned anything from those games, this all just sounds like it's going to be a really, really great game. All I got to say, if it's CD Projekt Red developing it, uh, this game is going to go crazy in 2026. Yeah. <laughs> sounds as if you're talking about Final Fantasy there for a second. Thought you were talking about Square Enix. Hmm. Because same applies. Uh, <laughs> it's going to go crazy in 2026. Um... <laughs> Yeah, PlayStation Plus also has revealed their monthly games for August, which include Yakuza Like a Dragon, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, and Little Nightmares. All fantastic games. What This is a re- this was a really good trio to pick. Um, Little Nightmares, I played it on Switch. Very good game. It's, it's horror, but it's not really like gory horror. It's just more like creepy imagery. I highly recommend people give it a try. It's a very... It's scary, but it's, it has a surprising amount of charm to it as well, I'd say. Uh, I have no, I I've never owned Tony Hawk, but I definitely played a lot of it as a kid when when friends brought it over. So I'm looking forward to you know just having it because it's free. And f- of course Yakuza. What what can we say about Yakuza that Jarrell hasn't already said in many episodes of the podcast? <laughs> Jarrell loves it. He does. I really do. I really do. You guys, I can talk about Yakuza for the next hour, so I won't because <laughs> I really really could. Uh, if you have PlayStation Plus. And you have the opportunity. Okay, well, first of all, Yakuza Like a Dragon has a very shitty ending. I was very pissed off at the end Damn. of that game. Um, I, yeah, no, fuck them. Like, <laughs> like, fuck whoever made that ending the way that it, they made it. Because, I like, you don't. know what you did. Uh-huh. I don't know. I haven't played the games. Anyone who's played the game <laughs> knows the bullshit that I'm talking about at, at the end of that game. Because it was mad bullshit. Um... However, if you do have, you know, the references from the other Yakuza games, it's going to be great. Even if you don't, I did not. I went into this game not having any references. I've mentioned, I think, last week's podcast and before that I really, really enjoy uh, turn-based combat. That is what Yakuza Like a Dragon is. They took it into this new direction. It became amazing. Um, It is, uh, like, it's just... uh, Without spoiling anything, Ichigo is, like, one of the best most hilarious, lighthearted. Ha- He's like, so- if Sora Ichiban? was a real... Sorry, shit. Ichiban, yes. <laughs> Ichiban Kasuga. Ichiban Kasuga. If Sora was like a real person living, like, it would be Ichiban. Like, he's just... See, uh, Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Ichiban's just a great, great character. And the cast of characters that you meet, they do some stupid shit, but you love them. And also play Yakuza. Yes. <laughs> You guys really should. It's it's uh, you really should. Um, it's a little grindy. Uh, so if you don't like grinding, I will let you know it's grindy. But I mean, if you like JRPGs, then it's the name of the game. So mm-hmm. yellow. Um, there's also whatever. Uh, so Steam now supports Nintendo's classic controllers for Switch Online. You can now use a classic gamepad with your PC games on Steam. You guys know the the Nintendo Switch. Uh, online uh, uh, NES controllers. You mm-hmm. can use those on Steam now. That's pretty dope. Um, that is pretty cool. You can uh, also use the... Wait. 
Wait, actually, question, Christy. I wanted to ask you this specifically. The Disney Classic Collection... I'm sorry, the Disney Afternoon Collection. Um, I know that's not on Switch. I know it's on PlayStation and Xbox. Is that on Steam? Do you know if that off the top of your head? Not that I know of. Let me look it up. Okay. Well, assuming that it is on Steam... If you now that the the Steam supports NES controllers, uh, <laughs> you can finally play those uh, classic NES games with your NES controller not on Switch because that classic collection is still not on Switch, man. What you doing? Supposedly it's on Microsoft Windows. Yes, it is on Steam. Oh, there you go. There, now people can play that with the correct controllers, even though it's there not you on go. Switch. If you got a Steam Deck, so um, yeah, the uh, Switch specific. NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, and Sega Genesis controllers will now all be working on um, Steam's latest update. This is from Valve, spokes- Valve spokesperson Casey Aitchinson Boyle, um, which she confirmed to The Verge because this article is from TheVerge.com, written by Jay Peters. So yeah, now you guys can. Um, anyone who oh yeah, now you guys can. Uh, you can do that. Yay! Yeah. All my uh, old Nintendo heads, you guys can now do that. Um, I just have the, I, just, I, just, I just have all the controllers next to me, so I just been fiddling with them since he started giving this announcement. <laughs> They're just I, all I right here. How, I love how Jarrell called me and Brandon old. I'm. I'm I mean, this. did I call y'all old? Did I say y'all? He's like all you, all, all y'all old Nintendo heads, and we're both, you know, kind of. I Nintendo did. Heads. I'm sorry. I did. Well, it's not my fault y'all are old Nintendo heads. You didn't mention this controller, but I'm, picking up, but I'm picking up the Genesis controller anyway because I have it. Flex. <laughs> okay, Christy's not old, guys. No. No, I'm not. She's no, no Vibrant, one young, and beautiful. None of us are old. That's the secret. Thank you. That's true. None of us 22. are old. I am Girl's actually 22. a vampire, and um, I have been alive for quite some time. And you would think that uh, being alive for quite some time, I'd have more... Never mind. Uh, so, Final Fantasy, something I wanted to bring up last time I completely forgot. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Bring Arts action figure is uh, coming out. It's Cloud Strife, but it comes with one exchange ticket to redeem the digital certificate of authenticity. Um, the digital certificate of authenticity uses blockchain technology known as NFTs and provides proof of authenticity for your original purchase of the figure. This digital certificate of authenticity can be redeemed at dedicated websites. In order to redeem digital certificate of authenticity, uh, engine wallet app will be required. You are also required to create an account, which is free, with the engine NFT platform, and then you have to agree to their terms and conditions. Um, so yeah, they- you can now have a uh, NF- you can have NFT proof certificate of authenticity for your new cloud. And this just you know fail so. pretty please. They really just like. Threw us through a sneaky little NFT with this cool bring ours figure and thought no one would notice. Oh, they knew people would notice. The whole point is they want people to notice because they know how much money they can make in NFTs. And or can, or can they? Or can they? Like, it's been crashing lately. Well, I mean, the possibility is still there and they have enough money to try. They do have enough money to try. It's like how K pop, they. Um, I think a few months ago they were debuting a different girl group and they were trying to, you know, sell NFTs as well, too. And you're like, this is dumb. Let's make it crash and burn. Makes sense. Um, so, 
I, I missed this. I should have brought this up when we were talking about Marvel, but, uh, you know, I can bring it up now. I'm the host. I can do this. That's fine. Uh, Jessica Alba says that Marvel movies lack diversity and are still quite Caucasian. Um, this is from Complex.com, written by Jose Martinez. Quote, even if you look at the Marvel movies, that's the biggest driver of fantasy and what's happening right now in entertainment because it's sort of the family thing. It's still quite Caucasian, Alba told Glamour UK. I would say I was one of the few back in the day, and it was before Marvel was sold to Disney, but it's still quite more of the same. Um, Alba, who is Latina, played Susan Storm in 2005's Fantastic Four and 2007's Rise of the Silver Surfer, both of which were distributed by 20th Century, 20th Century Fox well before the merger with Disney. Um, Marvel. This article goes on to say that Marvel Studios has made progress towards becoming more inclusive in recent years, with the Falcon taking over as Captain America, releasing Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings last year with the Asian-American superhero, and getting Latino act actor Oscar Isaacs to play Moon Knight in the series of the same name. Alba said her push for greater diversity stems from, from a desire for younger people to see themselves represented in Hollywood. Quote, I just think more for the younger people who are coming up who are going to be our future leaders. It's important for them to see the world on screen or in the stories and the dreams that we create as entertainers. Um... It reflects the world that they're in, end quote. And then she does go on to say a little bit about uh, what she had to deal with, about how people couldn't figure out her um, yeah. her ethnicity. Um, uh, because she, she couldn't be cast as her. a Latina. Yeah, white passing. She's, right, very so, yeah. much, she's very white passing for a Latina. Y'all almost... just have to uh, read the quote then. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> No, no yeah. it's almost no, no, no. it's almost like how um, Brenda Song, where she auditioned for Crazy Rich Asians and she got rejected because she wasn't Asian enough. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, she mentioned yeah. it. The, she she mentioned it on a show, right, or like a talk show? Mm -hmm. I think it was. Yeah, she mentioned it on a talk show. That yeah, she actually because people were like, oh yeah, she would have been a great shoe and whatnot. She's like, yeah, I actually did audition, except they rejected me. I wasn't Asian enough. Which, yep. yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jessica Alba, she said that Marvel movies lack diversity and they're still quite Caucasian. How do you guys feel about her quote? So This was said in 2022, like this last month right? Uh, in July. So looking at the history of Marvel films, the unfortunate consequence of going by the most well-known characters first is that she's absolutely right. That for the first first two, honestly, Avengers films was all white people. So she's absolutely right in that. They wanted to market to their certain market demographic and whatnot, which is those type of people. Sometimes they're not as accepting of diversity. Correct. And even then. I really agree with you there. Hmm. So I don't know that I necessarily agree with you there. I mean, granted at that same time, Marvel studios, they were also under um, they were, there was a different head at the studio at the time, too, where that's what he wanted. And there was lots of pushing and shoving within Marvel, is what I remembered as well, too. So there were some, like, background issues, which I would suspect played a role. However, I do agree with her that at the history, it's very, very Caucasian. Yeah. She didn't say the history. She said now, well, which is what she said. Even, even about, now. Yeah. 
and she, and and it's and and that's the, even that, now it, it still is it's it still it's is still very much is if we're talking about the, specifically the movies then yes she's absolutely right because mm-hmm. um you Eternals had a very diverse cast and Shang Chi obviously had an Asian lead but that's just two movies as far as like the movies we've had now if we're talking about the shows that we've been getting into lately there's obviously a lot more diversity there you mentioned Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight a Latino man. Um, then you have, uh, we just had Miss Marvel, which had a Pakistani female teenager as its lead as well. Um, and then we're going to be getting like stuff like Ironheart, which is going to be a black woman character as well. And even before that, it's almost, I I said earlier in this podcast, it's almost assured that it's going to be Shuri or Okoye being the new Black Panther, which is another black woman as like a lead. So I think Marvel is going forward with its new generation of characters is looking to, be a more diverse, have more diversity than we had before because, yeah, based on what we, the films we've had so far, Jessica Alba's absolutely right. It's been primarily Caucasian, and there's there's movies that are coming up that I think will address that and have more diverse have more diversity in this cast. But we aren't there yet, so I think they're going in the right direction. But we will just have to see to make sure that it uh, pans out in the way that I hope it does. I think there's. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I think there were lots of hopes that Phase Four might have been more diverse, but it really hasn't been. It's still very much Caucasian, and with the way that I think Phase Five was looking at, it could be mostly Caucasian as well too. I guess we'll just wait and see, but kind of hoping that they do address it. Um, the reason I said I don't necessarily agree with you, and I was actually going to give them a pass for earlier films, is, um, specifically because, like, for Avengers and stuff, those, I don't think, excuse me, I personally don't think that you should be trying to, uh, diversify characters that aren't already ethnic. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need you to make... Uh, 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 I don't know, a Black Thor. It's not necessary. If he's white in the comics, cast the white guy. That's totally fine. And I think for a lot of what they did in the beginning was just they casted people that could fit the role based on the comics. And I think that's fair. I think that's fine. I think that's fair. I think, you know, do that because I'd rather you just do that than uh, just cast for diversity purposes, make someone who uh, uh, change a character's race um just to try to you know make them fit in not saying that they would but you know there's a possibility that 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 could have happened and i totally give them a pass for making the avengers be almost an all-white cast because most of those comic book characters are almost all white anyway so that's like to me that's fine um so and i think it does start with you know the comics that they're deciding to uh, the comics and the characters that they're choosing it starts there um so it does start with uh, comic creators and we don't have very many and and like she's 100 percent right it is still very caucasian because we don't have very many choices at the end of the day um to pick through when you're looking at um uh care uh specific characters to add yeah Yeah. exactly and that's a very limited um, amount go ahead you you brought up a very good point jarell about the fact that um it's on the comic book creators to help create these more diverse characters so they can eventually get their shine because you know 
Marvel Comics existed in the 1940s and it's got its popularity in the 60s. And, you know, obviously during that time, it was just all like white, white, white characters. That was like the norm, right? But in recent years, we have started to see a lot more diversity in our Marvel characters. Now, obviously, because they haven't been around as long, they're not as well known. So it's like you said, Jerome, they picked the white people to play these characters because that's what they were originally. That's how people know them to be. But now, that's why I think there's such an opportunity with the later phases because now that Marvel has gotten so big, they can take risks with these characters or give these characters that may not have originally gotten as much shine the budget that they needed to have the shine. I think it's a good thing that like Black Panther came out in Phase 3 because at that point now he has the budget to really have made the impact that he did. I think that if it came out in Phase 1, it may not have. And I think... It, I, I think I really feel like Black Panther came out at well, a time where it could like reach the most impact. Well, I the issue was that I feel like Black Panther could have been made. However, there was a different person leading Marvel Studios at the time that would have totally vetoed that idea because there were talks about Black Widow having a film in Phase Two that got canned because of the head at the time, mm-hmm. and the head got ousted. Um, so what I was going to say before is that even though I, um, give them a pass, that doesn't mean that I don't think that it was a very agended type of, like, casting. Like, don't get me wrong. I do believe that it was. I'm just saying I give them a pass for it because those that's what the characters are. As far as Black Panther goes, um... It was, it was, it did come out, I do agree with you that it did come out at, I guess, the right time. However, one of the reasons that that movie did so well is because it was the first time that uh, Black people got to go and, in like, take your entire family and see a story about you where there is no colonization, where there is a time where you get to have a history, where you get to see what could have been. That is why that movie did so well. It had very little, I think, to do with the time it was released. It was much more of a community release for us to be able to go and see a part of something that we never get to do um that's why black panther there, was so was received there so are well. communities that booked their entire theater to take some of the some of the kids to go to go see black panther i remember reading that there were huge i think i think some even some foundations they booked like theaters to take some of the Yes, and like the underprivileged communities to go to go see Black Panther because it is a huge deal. And that's just the power of, you know, the minority dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're, you know, we, when we get together, it's it's really the power of like what we can do. And um, uh, even, you know, we talked about um, uh, the first Pakistani woman uh, uh, to be in a, a Marvel movie uh, of her own series. And it's one of the uh, highest rated um series from that show right because we are we're able we're we're showing up we're seeing our stories being told that's great however i still agree with jessica alba that um the movies is the movies are still very caucasian because um i think specifically when she mentions talking about you know taking your kids and going to see these family films you're thinking about something like the Avengers where all of them get together and you get to watch like all of them, you know, you get to watch the big superhero movie. Excuse me. That's not the same effect as watching individual stories. Uh, Shang-Chi is not the same effect as uh, Endgame, right? Um, uh, 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 Black Panther is not the same effect as uh, uh, what was the one before Endgame? Infinity War. 
it's not the same effect as infinity war right like so so i think when she says that that's what i think of like that's when you're taking all your family and friends to go see the next big avengers movie that is still a very white movie like that's very it, it uh, really uh, is very caucasian film um now that does not discount uh shang chi and uh black panther and oscar isaacs as moon knight and any other diversity that's spread throughout marvel since then that does not discount that however that still is not what we're going to see as avengers in big groups those are uh individuals going to see mm-hmm. those films because they're represented in those films and that's exactly. why they're going to see them. So at the end of the day, it is, I completely agree with her. It is still a very, even going forward, it's still a very Caucasian centric um, uh, uh, mm-hmm. series right now. Uh, when you, when you, like, if I look at the last Avengers film, how many people of color were in that film? That was. There weren't that many. It was you about, can probably. Yeah, about maybe like a quarter, I'd say, out of the, out of the cast. Who was in that cast? Avengers Endgame? Like, well, as far as, yeah. are, you talk, are you talking about the main cast or everyone that appeared in that final battle? The main, I'm just the main cast. Okay, just the main cast. Well, there was Rhodey, there was, I don't know what Nationality of Nebula is, I'm not going to count that. Um, but she's played by Karen Gillian. Isn't that Karen Gillian? Yeah, I yeah. Had, yeah, she's blue, so, Karen I, so, I, so I had no idea, I had no idea what she actually, because I don't think I've ever seen the actress outside of the makeup person. So yeah, like, she's Caucasian. Okay. I'm sorry, keep going. No, I'm like thinking about her now. There's Rhodey. I don't I don't okay, Okoye was not part of the main cast, so not not her as well. He's like the only one I'm thinking about. It's like as far as like the main cast, because Sam and Black Panther didn't come back until like the right. end. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. look up the cast. Womp, Robert womp. Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo, uh, Jeremy Renner, Brie Larson, uh, Paul Rudd, Tom Holland. Stop me when I name a person of color. Karen Gillian, Josh Brolin, Lexi Rabe, Elizabeth Holson, uh, Sebastian Stan, Tom Hiddleston, Chris Pratt. Oh, got one. Chadwick Boseman. Uh, got two. John Cheadle. But that's what I was. But that's what I was saying. I was like, as far as uh, the cast before the portal, it was just Don Cheadle. I think so, I think. Which is probably, like, Benedict maybe, like, what? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, three, Anthony Mackie. Um, uh, uh, Zoe Saldana, four. Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. I said, but Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I just mentioned how many people, and I gave you four people of color so far. It's maybe, um, like, only, like, an eighth of the cast. Yeah. There's Benedict been... Wong, that's yeah. five. Uh, and I can keep going, but her point, I so think, not, so, not I even a quarter. so not even a quarter. <laughs> If we count everybody, like and that, the, the, the that's final actually battle. the extended cast. I, I went yes. past the main cast. Like so I went to the yeah. extended mm-hmm. cast. So if it's just main for Endgame before the portal scene, that is just John Cheadle. Yeah. Yeah. And like even going forward, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what the next Avengers are going to look like. I'll, we'll see what they decide. Like I know um, we do have an idea of what it could be, but um, what they're going to choose to go with, we'll find out. Who knows? All um, right. Anything else on this? No. Also, I just wanted to mention that Miss Marvel actually did have a movie trilogy release in Pakistan because it's that big of a deal. That's awesome. That's awesome. So there's and that. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's why people are going. It's like such a big deal because it's not only just going. It's not just you going, right? It's like you 
making a family experience. It's you showing your kids. Um, it's you being able to uh, really relate to something. Like it, it's it's renting out the it's you know renting out the theaters. It's going with the community. It's a community event. Um, mm-hmm. Those are really big deals. Uh, and and you don't get that. Uh, like rather you do get that when you're talking about. Um, uh, the Avengers, but you don't get it with, um, you don't get it with, like, within that community. You get it within the fan community. And that's, like, that's wonderful. I'm not trying to discount, like, fans going to see films together, etc. Uh, but it's really just, it's just not the same. Um, and I, I completely agree with her. Even now, it's still very Caucasian. And you know what? Y'all do y'all. <laughs> like you do you is all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, I'm not. I'm not complaining that it's very Caucasian. I don't want it to sound like I am. I'm not complaining that there are a lot of white people in Avengers. That's totally fine because, like I mentioned, it's based on the comics where a lot of these people were white anyway. I do not need you to go in and make Thor black for no reason. Don't do it because when y'all did do it in the comic books, you fucking tried it. So don't do it. Um, oh my god! I just saw, I, I saw the Twitter images. It was, are you referring they to did? when they? Are you referring to the Twitter thing where they apparently made Miles Morales Thor? In the yes. what if? Yeah, that was yes, bad. I, I saw images. That, huh? was, that was bad. Yeah, there was a what if comic Marvel what if comic where in one of their latest issues they did a what if is with Miles Morales became Thor, and it was not written by by, by a person of color. And it yes, was really it was. bad. I thought it wasn't. I thought that was what I was reading. That it was like it was not written by a person of color. That was a Latino man who helped draw and write some of that. Okay, I see. However, I see. he is a great example of the difference between white Latinos and black Latinos, and the difference between experiences because they are two very different mm-hmm. things. So okay. yes, it was a person of color. However, it was not a black person who decided to write this black kid. And it was very obvious that it was, uh, oh, whatever. You get the point. Yeah. I saw, I saw the pictures. It's, yeah. It was not good. I had no idea that was a thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I have a headache. Let's move on. Uh, Shonen manga's first black female protagonist is here in Clock Striker by Isaka Galadima with Frederick L. Jones, I think, on lettering. Clock Striker Volume 1 is out for pre-order with 200 plus pages, uh, and it looks pretty good. I had to bring it up. So if you are looking for a shonen manga with a, a female, a black female protagonist... Clock Striker is uh, the one you should be checking out. So I'm I really hope it does well. Check it out. I do as Me well. The the too. art looks really good. Like I saw the cover art and it looks really colorful and nice. Yeah, I really hope it does well. That is just not heard of in ma- in manga to have a black female character. It just it just doesn't happen. Not not a protagonist that they exist. Yeah, like a side <laughs> like Yoruichi eh, like, Yoruichi Bleach is wise. A, yeah, exactly. But like. You know, not protagonist. That just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really rare, especially for manga. Yeah. Finally. I didn't touch that. Um, we've got about 20, 25 minutes left. How do you guys feel about playing a game of 20 Questions video game version? I am down for that. Okay. We can do it, Christy. We got this. <laughs> Hi. So, Chrissy, this is going to be your first episode of us playing uh, Video Game 20 Questions. Um, do you know how it works? Um, 
I will find out. How's that? Yeah, so Let's start. You and Brandon Trial get to fire. Ask, <laughs> you and Brandon get to ask only yes or no questions to try to figure out uh, what game I have in mind. And uh, this game oh, no. was Is there a Pikachu? This game oh, no, was no. Peachy. This game was actually provided by one of our Patreon members. Oh no. Um, we can't reach those lines. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not me. So, it's not like it's not a game that I chose. Uh, but yeah, I think we can go ahead and get started. So, um ask me your yes or no questions. You got 19 questions and a guess. Okay, okay. I'm going to start with with the uh No, actually, let me start this way. Was this released within the last decade? No. Okay, so we got another Wait. Game. Wait, it's original. Well, never mind. I want to pick a different <laughs> game. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to pick a different game. Both the, the game in one question. Let's go. Macy oh, Wonder was Live Alive. It was not. It was Final Fantasy X. Um, and now Damn. I love it. So now I definitely have to pick a different game. Um, this mm. one is going to be a game that's my choice. Uh, uh, so. Um, think let me think okay i'm ready to go i'm sorry start over ask me another question okay same question was it really something within the past decade yes okay cool cool cool. we got a 2012 or later game all right all right, all right. <laughs> is uh okay is this game wait, wait 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 first how should we define decade from like 2012 what was 2022. it 20 like 2012 to 2022 or is it from like what July 2012 to July 2022. Uh, How are you defining decade? I did just uh, 2012 to 2022. Okay. Very good question. Yeah. So the second question, uh, is this game multi-platform? <sighs> yes, it is. Okay, okay. So you don't, So it's a game that's not a console exclusive last decade. So, so that means is it might not be <laughs> that rules out a lot of Nintendo titles. Uh, pretty much, it rules out pretty much every Nintendo title. In fact, so we're looking for a nice, good, nice old third-party game here. Okay, well, we should narrow it down by companies. I feel like yeah, like ask, ask, ask or should we? I really feel like I should tell you guys that that question probably really just fucked you up. But keep going. But multi-platform, is that also, granted, within the past decade, we had, what, the 3DS. So it could have been, like, Wii 3DS or Switch 3DS, so that works, too. That's very true. It could have been ported to other systems. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. So it couldn't have been only on the Switch or the Wii U or the Wii. That's true. That's very, very true. Okay. Ha, huh. all right then. We we should probably figure out the company or genre. I will let you ask the next question, however. <laughs> let me see. Was it released on a Nintendo console? No. <laughs> that sounded like a very unsure no. <laughs> It was that sounded like very much unsure. Nintendo console. No. So it's not a Nintendo. So it, it is not an Nintendo. Honestly, game. y'all are not gonna get this game. I'll tell you right now. You're not. You're just not gonna get this game. I shouldn't have picked this game. But no, it was not released on a Nintendo console. All right. All right, all right. Watch so. this like Yakuza to promote his 
<laughs> the thing is, it was not released on a Nintendo console, but that doesn't mean that it won't be released on a Nintendo console. We should figure out the genre. <laughs> <laughs> Which I basically just told you what game it was. So, like, this is over. Like, it could release on a Nintendo console. Hmm? What games could be released on a Nintendo console? Let me see. Uh, Alright, I'm just going to ask the question. Is this an RPG? Yes, it is. Uh, Gabe has a question. Uh, do I... Okay. If Does this count as our guest I read that question? I mean, I, I, if you ask me, then yes, it does. You can read the question, but if you're asking it, yes, Ga- it does count. Gabe asked, it's not my question, but Gabe asked, is the game Persona 4? And it's, okay, it doesn't count. Awesome. All right. So, but, it, but, but, but it is an Actually, RPG. Actually, it's an RPG. However, Jarrell also likes Persona 5. So it could also be Persona 5, which is releasing on a Nintendo console. That's correct. Question 5. Is this a game made by Atlas? <laughs> yes. All right, so we got so it's Persona. It's one. It's one of them. We just got to figure out which one. All right, all right. Let's do this. All right. Does this game? We should ask if it involves TVs. Does this game involve? <laughs> That's TVs? what we should ask. That's a very good question, actually. Does it involve you going into TV worlds, worlds no. within the TV? It does not. Okay. Does this character have oh. a cat? Does this character? This game have a character uh, that's a cat that tells you to go to bed? <laughs> yes. All right, now we're, so we got to figure out if it's regular or royal. <laughs> if so, does this you game don't have to figure have... out whether it's regular or royal? You've already answered whether it's regular or royal because you've already asked if it's coming to other consoles, and the answer was yes. We didn't ask that question. You kind of supposed uh, was positive. You yourself. asked, "Is it? Um, is it? Is it uh, multi? We asked if it's multi-platform and then or you something asked like about that." Switch, that's... And I said, um, "Not currently." I didn't say not currently, but, but because. Whatever, we're choosing a different game. You guys got it already. Just say the name of the game. Persona! Thank you. Which Five. one? Royal. All right, we got time for another game because that was just really bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so, well, question. Do you guys want an easy game or a hard game for your last one? I'll leave it to Christy. I can do either. I'm fine. Flip a coin. So she said hard. All right, let's do hard. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I was going to flip this coaster, but okay. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead. Let the question begin. All right. Releasing the last decade. Was it yes. releasing the last decade? Okay. Awesome. Uh, is this game? Uh, and cost- decade, we're do- we're going by the same parameters, right? Yes, For decade. Okay. okay. Awesome. Um, is this game a console exclusive? Yes. Awesome. So it's a console exclusive releasing the last decade. Now we got to figure out the console. Um. Okay, was this game released on a PlayStation system? No. Mm, okay. Was it released on a Nintendo system? No. So that leaves Xbox. Or PC. Well, it leaves Xbox and PC. It does. It does. It does. Do we want to ask that question, Chris? <laughs> do we want to assume it's Xbox, or do we want to ask the question to be sure? You got 15 questions and a guess. 
So we're at four. What questions have we asked so far? Um, if well, it we, was released in the last decade. Correct. We, if and it, then. It's a console exclusive. And I asked two questions. You asked a question if it's on Nintendo. I asked if it's on PlayStation. It is not on either. So it, it would. Okay. One would assume that believes Xbox. But like you said, it could also be PC. So do we want to. We're also question? using the same parameters as well. Where decade is defined as July 2012 to July 2022. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to ask the question. Is this game on Xbox? Yes. An Xbox system. Yes, yes. Okay, perfect. So if it's within the last decade, that could mean it's a 360 uh, Xbox One or series game. Exclusive to that, cons- that console uh, series. So it's an Xbox should we ask if this? Should we ask if this developer has been... Um, bought out by Microsoft or join the Microsoft family? Should we go with that question? That's a good one. Go Would ahead. that help narrow things down? Yeah, go ahead and ask that. That sounds good. Okay. Has the developer of this game been, or has the developer joined the Microsoft family? Like, you know, Microsoft purchased them. Um, yes. That sounded iffy. So yes? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. Xbox. If it's not, this is on me, but I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. I just realized that Xbox like pretty much buys most of their studios. <laughs> well, let's They see. pretty mm-hmm. much do. <laughs> Ooh, we got a new chatter. Jericho Swan saying, Good morning, all. Good morning. What time zone are you watching us from, if I may ask? But thank you for coming to our stream. Anyways, um, Ooh. Ooh, 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 Okay, so it's a studio that was purchased by um, Xbox, and it's an exclusive. Um, okay, is this a third-person shooter? No. Okay, so it's not Gears of War. Jericho Swan says, I am across the pond in Britain. Oh, thank you for coming to, to, for reviewing us from Britain. Appreciate you. Wow, it must be quite early. Oh my god, it's like super early. <laughs> like, like what? Like you could also define like that. Two as late. No. Yeah, like two. Wow, you're you are up late slash up early. Thank you for coming out at the, at the these crazy hours. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, okay, so it's not a third person shooter. Is it a first person shooter? No. So it's not a shooter. Like I mean, I don't know. If it's <laughs> not a shooter, you say. <laughs> Because I don't know a second person. No, that doesn't really exist. <laughs> uh, okay, so not Halo or Gears of War. We got to expand our minds here. Expand your mind. I'm going to ask a crazy question. Um, is this an RPG? No. So it's not Fable either. Darn. Jericho says he has a busy day later, so now there will be showtime. This is a guessing game at the moment. Yes, it is. Uh, we are playing a game of 20 questions where um, Jarrell, our wonderful host, has has a game in his noggin. And myself and Christy are giving our, 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 have 20 questions, yes or no questions, to figure out what the game is. And we are, how many questions in, Jarrell? We're nine. 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 So we have 11 more questions to figure out what this game is. Christy, any ideas of what we could ask him to try to get this game? Because we did choose the hard one. 
I mean, you chose it. We chose the hard <laughs> question. Because <laughs> he's like, you chose it, okay? No, no, I was no. going to flip I was about to flip, flip my coaster, coaster to figure out which one I wanted to do. Well, I saw so, into the, I saw, that. Well, I saw into the future and saw that we would have picked the hard question. So that was you from the future saying yes, that we both picked it there for a week. Anyway. Because we're running out of time. We are running out of time. Yeah. We are. Do you want to ask another genre question, or what are we thinking here? Was it a console exclusive for the Xbox One? Ooh. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question, so I can't answer that. What can you re can you rephrase the question? Mm -hmm. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, that's right. The series you can do backwards compatibility. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know how to answer that. Hmm. You guys have hmm. a comment. Jer Jericho has an interesting question that I'm not asking quite just yet, but they're asking: Is the game older than six years? Um, we have the decade question, but that could help narrow it down a little bit if we want to go that route. That could. Yeah, so far they know that the game was released within the last decade. Yes. But if we go six years, and that would narrow it down even further, because that would put us between 2012 and 2016. Do we want to go with that, Christy? Wait, what? Wait, what? Released within the last six years, wouldn't that, that would put be 2016 to 2022? Yeah, the question was the game is is older than six years. If he if he says oh, older than six years, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and ask that. Is the game older than six years? Nope, that's ten. Okay. Older, so then we are within the 16, 2016 to twenty twenty two range. So this is definitely Xbox One or Series. X. Um, Gabe is asking on chat, again, this is not our question, but he is saying, ask if the game had had several re-releases. Um, uh, hmm. I wonder. Well, if it's not older than six years, it wouldn't have re-releases, would it? Don't think so. Has there been a game that been... Uh-oh. Is oh, Persona no. 5 not a game that's gotten re-released... I mean, it will. On, like, multiple, like, things not six years old? Yeah, I guess well, so. Well... Oh, Hades. He did say Hades. Hades did get... Hades did get on several. Um, Jericho says, nah, reboots only happen that quick in Hollywood. Ha ha ha. Facts. <laughs> games is Fall Guys. Oh, no, he's... Uh, I guess he's naming games that got re-releases in all those years. That's, that's true. Yeah, you know, games do be releasing a lot these years, so... That's fair, but no, like going back to like Xbox exclusives. Yeah, okay. you're running out of time. Oh, <laughs> you have nine questions and a guess. Mm hmm. Hold on, I I got a, I got an interesting question. Was this game always a console exclusive? Yes. Okay, so it's not Tomb Raider. Yeah, that's not Tomb Raider. Yes, it is an Xbox exclusive. Purely exclusive. 
Well, this is that I guess mm-hmm. that's, that's why he defines this as a hard question because this is and they don't know any Xbox games, so this is great. <laughs> Jericho, yes, it's an Xbox exclusive, and I asked if it's a first person shooter, so it is definitely not Halo because it is not a first person shooter. That's right. No. Oh god. And we what? rolled out Gears of War as well too, right? Mm-hmm. We did, and we also rolled out Fable. So those are the three main ones that I knew of: Halo, Gears, <laughs> and I also ruled out. You're asking uh, the wrong. Uh, we also ruled out Tomb Raider because uh, you know I asked that exclusivity question. Uh, always exclusivity question. Ha! Okay, what else has been on Xbox? <laughs> Gabe, watch as it's like um, the dust game. Well, I guess I'll ask Is that, that. Are you asking? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this game a narrative-driven game? Yes. I mean, then it's possible, Christy. <laughs> that, that That is an Xbox exclusive, this game. It is. And I mean, Jarrell did play it. He did play it. But we didn't even I narrow that. So... Um, I mean, you can ask if it's a game I've played before. <laughs> if you'd like to make that a question, ask him. let me see what other what what other narrative games are on the Xbox that are exclusive. I don't. I... But you would probably need Game Pass to know that. Yeah, what's Game Pass? <laughs> yeah, what's Game Pass, Jarrell? Please explain. I don't know. It's, uh, it's some <laughs> random thing. Never heard of it. Oh, oh, you mean the Xbox exclusive? I mean, a, a version of the PlayStation this, X Deluxe tier. <laughs> is this a game that Jarrell has played within the past month? Yes. Wow. Good job, Christy. <laughs> do, do you, do you want to just throw out the, the the guess or? Well, whatever. Wrong. Hey, this is, hey, 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 question. Does this game have the word Dusk in the title? Um, Yes, it does. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to just do it. Uh, is this game... Okay, go cross? ahead. Yes, it is. That was what? like... Oh! <laughs> I was like, I think you get this so easy. Literally just ask if it's a game that I played recently. Or just ask, is it a game that I mentioned on the podcast today? And both of those answers would be yes. <laughs> also, um, Jericho said heresy when we said... Uh, uh, it's Jericho, a, it, actually, it's question. A... Do you enjoy Xbox Game Pass? Since you said that, are you a, an Xbox Game Pass subscriber and do you enjoy it? Also, we were totally joking. We know what Game Pass is. Yeah, I don't um, uh, yeah, congratulations, guys. You got you got the hard one. I was going to make it even harder, but I was like, anything Xbox, they're never going <laughs> to know. Because yeah. I know that I'm probably the only person who uses Game Pass on this podcast right now. Um, I definitely... Ha- oh, yeah, it's in beta. Oh, shoot. All right. Wow. Fair. OG. Huh? That's OG a Ramirez. long time. It's <laughs> a long time to be subscribed to, to, to Game Pass. Um, really, though? Yeah, I think person really uh, aside from kelly who uses uh game pass enough to know um yeah the other one was gonna be um i'll, I'll save it for next time okay because we're actually out of time i'm so sorry jericho that you came now when we're about to end the podcast but definitely um, tune into other streams because we would love to see you again I, this is obviously a very late time or a very early time for you but hey if you ever happen to have another chill time around this uh time period um, definitely tune in. We usually stream around 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. most nights. Uh, Eastern time, that is. So, whatever time it is for you now, that's around the time we stream. 
So like an hour ago. Honestly, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're if you're ever in the um the the uh, the area, we we would uh love to see you again. And he gave us a follow. Thank you so much, Jericho. Yes, we would Yay, love to see you. Thank you. We would definitely love to see you again. Yeah, we do uh, video game podcasts every week from hpcritical.com. That's where we're all writers at, so you can go check that out as well. Um, and if you'd like to subscribe, you can go to hpcritical.com and you'll see like all of our, our YouTubes and Twitch streams and all that wonderful stuff. Um, and you can subscribe to the podcast as well if you want to just hear us talk video game news every week. Um, and I think with that, we're pretty much done. So uh, thank you, Brandon. Uh, thank you, Christy, for coming and talk to me this week. It was a Anytime. short... I'm I'm so happy you said that. I can't wait to talk to you again. It was a very short week on news, which is totally fine because we got to play a wonderful game of twenty questions. Um, thank you for everyone watching. Thank you for everyone who listens later on. Um, yeah, and I think with that, we're gonna go ahead and head out. So good night, guys. Bye. Bye. Later day.